Hello, Internet people. You're tuned in to episode 50 of the Steam Deck podcast, Flip Screen Games' weekly podcast all about Valve's portable PC powerhouse. I'm your host this week, Max Wright, joined as always by my very good friend and co host, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, Steve. Hello, hello. How are you? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Come, come with tea. Can, the weather can't yeah. make his mind up. It was like. No, it really can't. Awful, and now it's like ridiculously warm. Yeah. We're in the, the hottest month of all time worldwide, apparently, which is scary. Really? Yeah, but we're, we're here. having just like unprecedented rain. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in, in England, we managed to avoid the heat. So that's that's good. But yeah, yeah. all doom yeah. and gloom on the uh, on the global warming front. But we've got some video games yeah. to talk about, which is always yeah, fun. Yeah, we do. Always fun. I like just on the topic of Britain quickly. I like how we both immediately at the same time said, how are you? Which is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you and no one and no one wants to hear actually how you are usually. You're just like yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. and you just want someone to yeah. go yeah because I'm basically just saying hello to you. The worst yeah. is when you yeah, get you're right. It just means hello. Yeah, when you get the complete stranger who's just like no, actually I'm not, and I'm just like oh no, I wasn't ready to engage oh, in this conversation. But you know, if you, you need some help, to, like you know, just no one you know, reach out. <laughs> Speak to your friends. I'll, I'll speak to a friend about that. Oh, God. Anyway, Max, what are we talking about this week? Oh, yeah, story. Yeah, video games. I forget I <laughs> yeah, yeah you're on the house this um, week. I was, just, I was just like, cool, time for Steve to talk. Um, so this week we are going to talk about one big topic that um, has come a few times on the show just in passing, but I think now we're going to actually discuss what we think and what we think this means just based on a few recent releases. Um we are asking the question, what does Steam Deck's verified um, tag, what does it actually mean? Because uh, we've had some games um, that have ran quite well, uh, and then we've had some games that don't run well at all, but they're all Steam Deck verified. As far as we're concerned, when we buy and download these games, we're going to be able to play that great on the Steam Deck. And um, one of the games that came out recently, we spoke about this last week, was Ratchet and Clank. Um, and we we said last week that because it was being done by Nixies, we knew um, that the sort of there was some, some precedent in this because they did both the Spider-Man games, so that's obviously run really well. The games now come out. Digital Foundry have, have played it. And I know that some other people have, have played it recently as well. And yeah, seems to be seems to be running really well, um, even without the the need for SSDs or uh, it's got an SSD in it. But the PlayStation specific SSD that was supposedly no, oh, that was all nonsense. We all we all oh, knew that yeah. was nonsense anyway. I mean, it, granted, it needs an SSD. Like I've seen videos of people, uh, John Linneman over at Digital Foundry playing this on a hard drive. It does not run so so great. Um, so it definitely needs it. But man, this looks this looks phenomenal running at, at low. Oh yeah, it's like uh, it's got low settings and I think ultra low settings. Seems to be running really well at low settings. ETA Prime's got a great uh, video over up on on his channel, and I'll post a link to that in the description. But you can expect a solid 30 FPS out of this at low settings. I'd imagine you could probably eke out 40 FPS if you wanted to, which is how I played. I played it at 40 FPS on the PlayStation Five. Um, granted, that was running at, at like 4K, but runs phenomenally well at, at, at 40 FPS. They added it's one of the uh, few games on the PlayStation that has that mode. If you've got 120 hertz display, yeah, attached. I didn't even know that was uh, that was available on there. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of this game overall, so I, when I played it on PlayStation, so I probably won't be picking this up on the Steam Deck. Um, why? Why, did, why? Why didn't you like it? I just found it to be too sickly sweet. There was none of that Ratchet and Clank. 
there's no humor at all really uh and i sort of it was quite quick i sort of did got the platinum really fast and was like oh that was it and i don't I don't know, it just didn't feel like i was having like a, a, a experience you could only experience on the playstation 5 i wasn't that impressed i've not well i've not once had an experience switching. i can only have on the playstation 5 well i i had returnal for that was me and now returns on pc uh, so I guess Demon Souls is the only thing I can say is yeah, but realistically there is no experience that can only be had on the PS5. They just lock it there on purpose. They, but those experiences yeah. could happen elsewhere. The whole they could absolutely happen. the whole thing around Ratchet and Clank was you know from I think it was Mark Cerny who was like can only be be powered by the the power of the SSD and the PS5 and it's this ultra fast SSD that the Xbox doesn't have and that PCs don't have and this that, and the other. All turns out to be nonsense because on the slower yeah. SSD and the the Steam Deck seems to run great, no issues whatsoever. Why do we still fall for these things? Why why when a company comes out and says, "Oh, so, like it's like on the box where it says 8K 120 FPS," and then uh, when the game actually comes out, uh, or when the games come out now, they're all locked at 30 because they're like, "Oh, it's really hard for us to do it at 60." Well, and also, who was who's even got an 8K display? Honestly, well, nobody, but. But they're, you know, that's sort of like they promise that as their upper limit. That's their power they can do. And then games come out all of this year that are 30 FPS. Does uh, it even output 8K, like in the settings on the PlayStation? Must be able. It's on the box, so it must be able to. Well, who knows? You know, I had Master Chief on my Xbox box and it didn't come out for like two years, two years after I got the Xbox, so. Doesn't really, doesn't really matter what they print on the box. I think they can get away with anything. Right, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yes, that so it's officially Steam Deck verified. Pilkey wrote in last week and and said what what is the chance that Ratchet and Clank runs well on the deck? Well, to answer your question, Pilkey, seemingly runs phenomenally well. I'm not going to double yeah. dip on this one. Like you, Max, I like I did like, actually like the game, but. It wasn't to the point where I, I need to double dip. Unlike The Last of Us, where I was hungry to play that game because I just watched the TV series and I hadn't played it in years, and the only way to play that was like a remaster of the PS3 game. This is a mm-hmm. PS5 game that came out two years ago and is now coming to PC, and you can play on a handheld, which is just insane. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not going to be double dipping on, on this one. No. I actually just... Uh, update watched the last of us in the space of about four or five days with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago and yeah. then I started the last of us on my pc uh and then i was like oh maybe this is the game that i can sort of play because it's on steam deck then i remembered oh wait um it's playable now ah. you can play it on yeah steam deck. but uh, yeah but like it, i was still just like caveats you know but um i mean that that sort of takes us nicely to to the point um the last of us part one is that now Steam Deck Verified again? Have they re-added the Steam Deck Verified badge to that game? Yes. Get away, didn't they? So the Last They've of Us, it yeah, the Last of Us Part One is officially Steam Deck Verified now. Over on Valve's website, partner.steamgames.com, which is their developer portal, they talk about what actually is a compatible game, what makes it verified, and what makes it playable, and what makes it unsupported. And I think a lot of people have this misconception. I I think I did that. That verified means it runs well. It means it, it that Valve have tested it and they've deemed it uh, based on the the factors that they've they've tried that it runs well enough to be able to get that verified badge. 
However, though, that's not the case. They measure against uh, they measure against. I think it's it's eight factors. So it needs to have controller support. It's got to have controller glyphs that match the Steam Deck's controls or match Xbox 360 or Xbox One. It's got to have the ability to enter text with the on-screen keyboard, so that has to automatically be bringing up the keyboard. It has to have uh, native resolution, or if it doesn't have a native resolution, 1280 by 800, it has to support 1280 by 720. And the default configuration must uh, be a configuration that results in a playable frame rate on the Steam Deck. And I think this is the reason that uh, The Last of Us lost their verification badge because it mm -hmm. did not ship with a configuration that runs very well on the Steam Deck with a playable frame rate. They don't actually say, though, what playable is. And I think we'll come back to that because I think that's one of the the kind of pain points that we need to touch on. Exactly. Text I did not did not know any of that. So that's interesting. Yeah, the, then there's text legibility. So the, interfa oh, going. Yeah, the interface text has oh. to be readable at a distance of 12 inches or 30 centimeters from the screen. And so the smallest on-screen font should never fall below nine, nine pixels. Um, but they recommend that it's more than that if possible. And nine pixels is the bare minimum. They recommend 12 pixels if possible. It's got to have no device compatibility warnings, so when you boot it up, it can't say that the GPU is unsupported or this version of Linux is unsupported. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, if it's got launchers, they all then also have to meet the requirements above. So it has to be, um, you have to be, have the ability to navigate with a controller. And if you can't navigate it with a controller, you will not get the verified badge. Um, That's and if you get verified, oh, there's more. If right. you hit, don't hit any of those points then your game will not be verified, but it can be marked as playable. The only time the game is marked as unsupported is if it does not meet the Proton requirements. So if it just will not boot at all, or if there's a really big bug that blocks you from running the game, um, or getting past a certain uh, point in the game, that is when they, they add the unsupported badge. Um, but otherwise, a game can be completely marked as playable, but have te a terrible, seemingly a terrible frame rate and a launcher that you can't use because it needs a, it doesn't have controller support and you have to touch it with your finger or use the trackpads. That's what makes it a playable game is that any one of these factors um, aren't hit. Now, I think the, the point that most people, the issue that most people have, right, is the default configuration option, which is that it has to um, ship with a configuration that results in a playable frame rate. I don't think Valve have defined what a playable frame rate is, but I think the majority of people would presume that that's 30 FPS. What do you think? Yeah, I would say because because you'd say 30 minimum. I mean, this is just me as as someone who's a bit particular about this stuff. I'd say 30 minimum. 60 great but you know 40 i think is is still fine i know you play a lot of games at 40 i don't um play a lot of games at 40 i don't know why i just i just find if it's 30 i'm fine 60 i'm fine but 40 is just a weird number for me so i don't really do it that often um, <laughs> 40 is really good like I, I highly recommend trying it if you can get to 30 i i kind of i kind of recommend it mm -hmm. well then yeah i would say 30 is probably a playable frame rate i think anything under 30 you're looking at like dips and it's sort of going to be a bit jaggedy and stuff and i guess it is still playable but is it a, a decent experience um 
Yeah, so I, I think I'm okay with 30 FPS and it maybe dips down to like 25 in places, maybe it's 28. Mm. It's when we get a game like uh, Remnant 2, which came out this week, and that game really has no right to be verified. Um, it doesn't hit a lot of those those points, right? We've seen, in terms of the frame rate, it can go like as low as 15 FPS. It seems to average around 17 to 19 FPS, especially in the menus. The menus seem to run really low frame rate. But the text is also ridiculously small in that you can't even read it on the Steam Deck's screen really? within the menus. So it, it doesn't hit that check mark of you got 9-point nine, nine font or 12-point font as, as an ideal which is is stupid um and yet there are some other games which seemingly run really well and maybe they were tested at launch but then haven't been tested again since like um lego star wars 3 uh final fantasy uh 4 um aliens dark descent ai the somnium files those games all run absolutely fine yakuza 6 runs fine tabletop simulator runs fine i know for a fact tabletop simulator works because i played it with a friend uh and they're all marked as as not verified um and steam deck hq has a really good write-up on this and their suggestions for how they fix this and i'll put a link in the description as well about that but they recommend at the minimum Valve should be be writing the frame rate that you should expect realistically. Um, yeah, I think that just that just to when they buy a game and it says verified, they know okay, I'm getting a 30 FPS, not I'm getting whatever Valve deems to be a playable frame rate. You know. Yeah, and it's and it sucks that this is the case, right? You know, th- there are community tools, um, Steam Deck HQ that we mentioned. They have like a game settings screen that you can go and check out, and they will will write up um, pieces about how games work. But I've also used ProtonDB, and there is a Decky plugin which will sw- actually swap out. Or I think it adds the the ProtonDB verified badges of um, gold, silver, bronze, platinum on there as well onto the store page so you can get a better idea of of is the game actually validated is this game mm-hmm. actually playable because i i just seem to ignore the steam deck verified badge because i was burnt at launch with the last of us being marked as verified mm-hmm. showing up on valves or on the steam deck website when it clearly was not ready to be uh and i've i've played I can't even count the number of games that the Steam Deck told me weren't going to run, and either ran absolutely fine with the native version of Proton that gets shipped with it, or with Proton GE. And I can understand that they won't want to verify it if it doesn't work with Valve's version of Proton, and that you have to go and install a third-party tool in order to do it. But there are so many games that that just work, and Valve have never gone back and retested, or the developer has never pushed them to retest it, and I don't know why it happens. So I have, um, in uh, the uh, Decky plugin uh, CSS editor, that one, I have turned off the verified uh, badge in... Um, on my Steam Deck because it just doesn't mean anything to me anymore because like you say so many of the games that set Steam say oh no that won't work I'll find work absolutely fine or I'll just run a different Proton version or like you know I've played so many games that Steam Deck claims won't work that have worked fine but then uh, on uh, ProtonDB they will say they work fine so I would say ProtonDB is a better uh, is a better metric also I do wonder like you say that it, you know they, they had the last of us on the Steam Deck website 
I wonder how much of this is. This is a big popular game. People are going to want to going to want to play on the Steam Deck, or maybe we could ship a Steam Deck to someone who wants to play this game. So let's just let's just verify it. Um, obviously, that's that would be misleading. I don't think they necessarily are that misleading about things, but I do think that um, that there's got to be an element there of like, oh, this is a big hyped game. We want we want this to be playable on Steam, but we want to market this on the Steam Deck. We want to market the Steam Deck using this game. Um, and it's a shame that when certain things launch, like Last of Us and Remnant 2, that that doesn't doesn't play out very well. Um, it is a shame about Remnant 2. That's a game I, I was looking forward to playing at some point. I think I'm going to go on PlayStation 5 for this. Also because it doesn't have crossplay. So oh, that's just annoying. I really I don't understand why yeah. games don't have crossplay anymore. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Um, well, yeah, I think it's just something that should be in there because you know I want to play with my friend on. He's a PlayStation player, so I'll just buy it on PlayStation. Not noting off my nose, considering it doesn't seem to run on the Steam Deck anyway, so having it on the PC wouldn't be that much of a benefit for me. Um, or on Steam, I should say. But, but yeah. Um, but, yeah, what, yeah how, how, would, how could Valve fix it? I think there's probably a few ways for me. One, when they test it, I'd like to see a date when it was tested so that we can know that this was tested on this date and it worked for, for this version, right? So... If it's been updated since, if it's been, uh, if it's had patches that either broke it or fixed it, because we've seen both go, both happen, right? The EA app completely broke uh, tons of apps on the App Store, but we also had the other way where stuff like Cyberpunk got a specific um, a specific profile for the Steam Deck, yep. which improved it significantly. So I think some kind of description of we ver we validated it this at this date and it worked fine on this version we ran it at this resolution and we managed to get this kind of frame rate out of there i think would really solve a lot of the problems but then i also think some kind of community system mm -hmm. built into built into say. the store right because we've got proton db which does a similar thing but i think valve could probably take it to the next level because they can capture all of this data themselves from within it and they can get it get people to upload it they should be crowdsourcing this in the same way that they crowdsource the controller profiles yeah i was going to say that they should be um similar to the controller profile where you go on and you see hey i've, I've used this control system it worked great you should have cool i wanted to play this with with the best frame rate because here's the settings i was able to get it here's the frame rate i was able to get it, and here's how long i played it at this frame rate for so you know you're not just getting like a, a um oh it worked in this one bit um then also you could say, okay, I actually want to prioritize uh, the, the, the visuals of the game. I don't care if it runs at 20 FPS. I want the game to look really great. Similar to how the PlayStation does it where you have like your performance settings and then your, um, so you can either have like performance or quality or whatever. But it's this specific person got this specific thing. If you want to do this without tinkering, you just click on it. I think that would not only help um, when, you, when you buy a game and you're like, oh, I'm a bit overwhelmed with this. It would also make it feel more like a console where you're just like, okay, cool, I, I want to play quality. Bang. Um, which I know FSR kind of does that, but there's still things to tweak even with that. Um, I was also going to say that not only should it be the, on the, the, the players, because it shouldn't all be on them. Like, I know that crowdsourcing would be very helpful, but also I think Steam should be doing some, well, Valve should be doing some work themselves. I think that when they say something is verified, you should be able to click on that verified tab and it will have, like, a drop-down of it hits all of these things and it should have, like, an average frame rate and it should have... Um, even things like battery life, like oh yeah, we were able to. Oh yeah, battery life battery is, battery I think, in crucial. And and maybe they've even tried it with a different, a few different profiles. Would be great to see as well. I just, I don't know. 
I don't know enough about how they're actually verifying those things. I presume just it's going in the queue because they talk about the the queue system on the partners dot um, uh, com uh, website. And on there, they basically say there's a queue system and you can request manually to be added to the queue, but they'll automatically add you back to the queue based on some of their own heuristics and stuff that they, they monitor, such as if they notice that your game that you've uploaded now uses the keyboard API, they'll automatically add you back to the queue. But I don't know how long that queue is. I don't know how many people are testing it, and I don't know what the testing process is like, because, like you said, there are a lot of games where you get to a certain point in the game, and that's like a real performance spike, like it's really causing issues. The Last of Us, for example, had one of these, um, had had one of these uh, causing issues, like right at the beginning. It's, It's that scene where you're in the car, uh, and you get that spike of, of and it's yeah. like right at the beginning of the game, and it was immediately obvious, whereas stuff like Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon Zero Dawn, it happens further into the game where you get these yeah. like points in the story or points where performance really takes a dip. How long do people play these games? Because some of these games are like hundreds of hours long. Presumably they're not, not playing it forever. Whereas if you had that kind of system that's like a community-based system where people could just be like okay i'm gonna submit that this didn't work at this point and they can see i've played x number of hours which version i'm using what my settings were and then not only does that help the other people in the community but it helps the developer to fix it and it also helps valve out with the testing process yeah there's there's, there's so many benefits to it and i think the fact that we know steam are capable of this with the controllers and stuff I, i feel like it's I don't know. I feel like we haven't had enough. There's not been like the big game, other than the Last of Us, maybe that sort of that Valve have had to say, "All right," because the thing is, it's not Valve that that has to to do or change anything or come out and say, "Oh look, sorry, blah blah blah." So you know, it's hard. It's going to be hard to get a response out of them. But we know what Valve are like. We know what they've been like specifically with the Steam Deck. You'd like to think that they'll listen to people if if enough people talk about this, and and clearly people are, especially with the release like Remnant that's just come out and is seemingly not very good uh even though it's it's you know verified performance wise sorry the game's supposed to be good um yeah you just have to hope that they're going to notice um yeah the other thing i'd really love to see is is that launcher section i'd love to know if it's gonna have a third-party launcher when i when i download the game and i think that should be uh, should be noted on the store page we get stuff on the store page like this uses battle eye anti-cheat this uses the nouveau drm so it might cause some issues yeah. on your on your computer it'd be great to know that this uses that terrible ea app or this uses the horrible ubisoft connect launcher that you just yeah. despise and i kind of hope that if we shame these other publishers into removing their launchers because most of the time i don't need it it's booting up a screen for me to then click play like honestly what is the point of those launchers yeah, they are. Well, yeah, the idea is you go there and you buy the games on there, and now they've all given up because no one wants to use them. But they're still, we're now stuck in this this between space, this limbo, where you know they want the, the Steam base, the user base. They want people to play this game on their Steam Deck, but they're also just still have this ecosystem they set up, and I think it's frustrating. Um, but at the moment, what can you do? Um, yeah, they completely change their entire infrastructure. These people, these companies. I don't know about that. 
Well, I mean, we saw last week that I know you you spoke about it. Um, um, Blizzard bringing some of their games to to the store, and I think that's yeah. really because they're trying to save Overwatch Two because it's a mess, as you spoke about, um, yes. and stuff like Diablo Four is doing really well. They're okay to kind of take a hundred percent of the profits over on their own on their own storefront. Uh, but I would love to see more publishers come over. Ubisoft has just come back you know, this year. They went away for a while. They were running on the Epic Games Store. That didn't seem to work out very well for them. We saw Square come back with Final Fantasy VII last year. That was only on the uh, Epic Games Store for a while as well. So it's nice to see more people coming back to to Steam. I just I kind of feel like if there's a third-party launcher, I'll go get it myself. Like, I'm happy to use a third-party launcher if it's the only option in the same way, because that's how I'm playing Diablo 4, right? I've got to use uh, the Battle.net launcher. It sucks. All I do is, like, open it, and then I click the play button once it's updated. It could be you've updating. Got, and, you've immediately got to update. Yeah, yeah. I've always got to update, because it can yeah. do it in the background, like Steam can, where uh, it's doing it when it's plugged in, charging. We had this exact conversation, let me tell you. Okay, well, it's just it's it's annoying. And so I would love to, for them to just say, no third-party launches at all. They've got yeah. to go, because it's just ridiculous. And I presume it was part of the negotiation process to get some of these publishers on the store in the first place was, okay, you can have your shitty Ubisoft thing if you want. Huh. Yeah, 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 just yeah. come back. Oh, you want to come back? Cool. It's good that you've decided to bring this stuff with you as well, you know. Well, it's a shame that you've had to, but you have. To. if you have to, you have to. Yeah. I also think a part of the, the fault with this lies with the developers. Some developers oh, yeah. are just ha- happy to straight up lie and say that it's verified. We saw that with Remnant 2. They said ahead of the launch before it was even verified that the game was verified we saw that with the last of us part one we had um neil Druckmann talking about how he's been playing it on steam deck and he's going to play it on steam deck and it runs great there which was total bullshit because it Mm -hmm. clearly was not uh and so uh, part of it's got to land the developers door as well they they should be taking this stuff into consideration they should be looking at the lists and going okay well we want to make sure that this runs at a stable frame rate let's put these low settings in let's do a steam deck exclusive profile because that's what the last of us ended up doing was you boot it up and it's like we've detected that you're running on a steam deck would you like to use this profile and it's just like yes of course i would because i want to be able to play the game uh and i would imagine that ratchet and clank also has a similar system in place where you boot it up and it's just like oh we know you're on a steam deck we recommend the ultra low settings whereas some other games like forza horizon has like a benchmarking system where i can run that it'll go away it'll do the benchmarking and then come back and tell me that this is the the system profile that i should be using i think if all games had something like that built in it would be really simple yep um i do think that that the more I think it's one of those things that the more uh, Steam Deck competitors come out, more versions of the Steam Deck but like from other companies come out, that the harder it's going to get to just go, we're targeting the Steam Deck when, it, you know, because then they're going to have to do an ROG Allo profile and a, a profile for, let's just say, the Iron Neo becomes like a, a cheaper mainstream version of it. They'll have to do one for those or whatever comes out, they're going to have to keep doing it. But I think that if Steam. But seemingly the Steam Deck is like. 
the the lower power version of these handhelds yeah, right now. That's true. Because the majority of them are, are going like, okay, well, Valve's captured that market. There's no way we're going to be able to hit that £350 price point. So they're all going for like double the price or £1,000 plus. And I think if, if developers can kind of target that lowest common denominator to some extent and be like, this runs on the Steam Deck... Okay, if it runs on the Steam Deck, it's one hundred percent going to run on the the INEO or the ROG Ally. That's a good point. Um, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I guess these other ones don't also don't have verification systems. They also don't have, you know, Steam Deck verified means nothing to these other systems. It's only Steam that has that, and it's Steam that the, the game is selling on. So yeah, so it's really it's really benefits them more to to have that verification. They have started putting that verification on the store page on all storefronts now, though. Like you can see that when you just view it on the web, you can see it when you view it on the the desktop app. So yeah, yeah, I think recently, people yeah. probably will start using that, and I wonder if at some point we'll see that shift away from being Steam Deck verified to Steam OS verified, or just Steam verified. I don't know what kind of process they go through for that because. At some point, it's going to run on... SteamOS is going to run on more than just Valve's handheld. And do they care about catering for that? Maybe not, because they've got their own hardware product. Maybe they don't bother changing the name of it. Yeah, it, I mean... I think that on SteamOS, they might just take take that bit away, or, or they'll just leave it in, but it will just still say Steam Deck Verified, because that's the product they care about more, because it's the product that they sell. Uh, maybe it's then down to other the people that sell like let's say they make a steam the new steam machine that's got steam os in it it's probably down to them to go right okay well let's let's have our own verification system where um where, i don't know how much control they'd have over that but hey they could have it so they have like steam machine verified or uh rog box verified or something like that if it's running steam os yeah fair enough i mean i, I kind of I don't know, I kind of hope, I wish there was a, a better solution for this, but I don't know that there is, because unlike a console, which is one SKU, one hardware profile that they've got to hit, maybe two in the case of Xbox, maybe a two in the case of PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 5 Pro, if that ever happens, there are tons of configurations for PC, and I think that's what makes it so tr- so tricky and so difficult. I know a lot of people look at the the minimum specs on PC games and they're just like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if my GPU and CPU matches that. And I think that's why we've had the system of um, you can you can just try it for two hours and, and if it doesn't yeah. load up, you just get your money back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's also a, a, a thing that sets Steam ahead as well as you have that option. Um, but, you know, you... If you've if you've got already got a system verification, you shouldn't need to have to, to be able to fall back. You, need, you shouldn't need to fall back on that. Um, if if you buy a remnant and a remnant says it plays well on the Steam Deck and it doesn't play well on the Steam Deck, yeah, you can get your refund. But how did it get to that point in the first place? How did that developer? How did what, what did Steam do? What kind of test did they run to determine it was verified? And, and how did it get that far? Is the question. Um, same with The Last of Us. How did how did it get that far? that it released in a verified state and it was only after they were like oh yeah people are playing it and it's not verified so we'll take it away like no people bought that because you said it was verified so yeah i see that's what makes me really wonder about the testing process are they just doing something that you know we kind of heard happened with the the cyberpunk debacle on on um consoles 
where they're just trusting these larger publishers when the larger publisher says, yeah, it matches all that criteria and it runs fine. Are they just going, okay, well, you know, you've put out God of War and Spider-Man and you've also put out Uncharted. So when you put out The Last of Us, we kind of expect it's going to match the same criteria. You know what you're doing. Are they just doing it? Are they going down that strategy, do you think? Sorry, can you just repeat that last bit for me? Sorry, I was reading. I was reading. The, do you uh, think? Um, do you think maybe they're just uh, letting the publishers just tell them if they're a larger publisher? Oh, I see. Well, they, they, they. We know they didn't used to do that, but maybe now that the Steam Deck is as as big as it is, you know, the, the fact that there's so many games that that are uh, um, that are now saying that they want to be Steam Deck verified, maybe now it's harder for them to do it. Maybe they are. Well, and it's also been. It's in developers' hands as well now, whereas previously, prior to launch, very few developers had one. Uh, it was only the larger developers. They were go- Valve was going back and testing the most popular games and stuff themselves. Yeah. Whereas new releases, maybe they're just going, okay, well, these are the criteria, and like we can see that you've done it on previous games before because all of your other games are verified. Maybe they just trust them. Yeah, maybe they're saying, yeah, I believe you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, which, which is... Uh, I think it should still be done the old way. Yeah, or some kind you... of automated process as well. Like, yeah. some of this stuff you should be able to just be, okay, well, we're going to automate booting this up on a Steam Deck or a Steam Deck hardware configuration, and we'll benchmark what the frame rate is, and we will measure what the font size is and see if people can see it. Because if, if it's less than nine pixels, then we know people can't see it. Some of that stuff yeah. it feels like could be automated, and some of it requires a human input. Yeah, and I, I, are Valve going to keep a team along to just just do that, just just see if the games work? Maybe they should if 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 they notice that they're going to get a huge amount of refunds on Remnant, for example, um, unless people just. Because the thing is, we've had so many games. The good and a bad side to a game launching in a broken state and then being fixed later down the road is that when a game launches broken, <clears throat> instead of refunding it, a lot of times people might, oh, I'll just wait because eventually it'll be better. I did the same with Star Wars Survivor, Jedi Survivor. Um, I did the same with The Last of Us. I didn't refund it. I just, I just waited. I'm going to play it on my PC, so that's fine. But I think the fact that games like Cyberpunk have come along and fixed it gone okay maybe it wasn't too bad in the first place granted there were huge amounts of refunds for that game maybe we should be just refunding the second we realize it doesn't work because then we can send a message you know that, that we do need these people to check these things because otherwise you you know you put your the developer too too far in control mm-hmm. or too much too much in control you put them too in control and they can't just lie or they can say oh well actually we verified it because we feel like 20 fps is perfectly playable yada 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 whether it is or whether it is yeah which is why you just want that message to say that this reviewer measured it and the average was 20 frames per second because i think some games probably 20 frames per second would be okay i can't really think of any that i would want to play but something that's small that doesn't require something like stacklands for example right or um inscription which is like a card based game i wouldn't notice it yeah it would feel like it feel awful yeah, it would feel sluggish. It would, it's not what you'd want. But that's, that doesn't mean it's not playable, does it really? Yeah. So, or, sorry, playable is utterly verified. Doesn't mean it's, it just, yeah, doesn't mean it's not playable. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Um, I would like to hear from you guys listening, not you, Steve, 
you can tell me if you want. You can go to, go to our Discord uh, and you can um, leave us a comment about what you think verification means. And I also want to know if there are any games that you've played that were verified that you've gone, oh, actually, that's not verified that we haven't talked about today. Um, just purely out of interest. And Steve, if people want to join our Discord and they're not already in the Discord, why don't you tell them how they can do that? Yeah, you should. All the other bits. <laughs> you should head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website. You can find out everything. Everywhere we are on the web, our Discord, our email address, our Twitter, soon to be off the reds, and our Mastodon. And every- There's too many social networks to keep up with. Um, but you can also find our Patreon. And this week's episode of the Steam Deck Podcast was, of course, brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of July. They are Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hassemeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snacky Goat, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you so much for uh, watching and supporting us and being there for the last 49 episodes and beyond. We're almost at one year. 52 is one year. So um, we've, we've just had episode 100 of the previous shows. I know you spoke about it last week. Um, but if you have anything special you want to bring up for episode 52 for, for our one year anniversary of the Steam Deck podcast, then please write into questions at flipscreen.games or write it in on our Discord. Um, you can drop me a message as well if you want to um, over there if you want to keep it a secret from Pete or Max, um, and I will gladly surprise them. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can do something fun for episode 52 for one year anniversary. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there. I've made that promise now. I have to keep it. Yes. Yeah, two weeks' time, Max. Don't book anything in. No more All holidays. Right. No. No more glamping. Uh... Yeah, that should be absolutely fine. Okay. Uh, so to, to round off today's, the rest of today's episode, we're going to be diving into the question block. I have a question for Steve before we start. Why did we land on question block for the Steam Deck podcast when the question block is very much a Nintendo thing? Oh, well, we, we pulled it in from um, the Nintendo, from Nintendo Noise. That made it into the Flip Screen Games podcast, and then it ended up over here. What would you change it to? Uh, I say we should have a... <gasps> it should be called The, the Portal. Sec- Maybe, but I think for episode 52, I think anyone listening right now, come up with an idea of what the question block should be called, send them all in. On episode 52, me, Steve, and Pete will argue over what we think the actual new name of the question block should be, and it can be decided by you guys, or if I happen to come up with something fantastic, I'm going to fight my... fight to the fucking ends of... of, of I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just rip and tear until it is done uh, <laughs> until my one is chosen so that's a fun game that we can do uh, anyway th- let's do the question block that's that's what I was doing um, so this is a question we got last week that we were going to cover and didn't get to so we're going to do it now Team Linux 01 question is what do you think of the EU requiring user replaceable batteries for all devices like the Steam Deck by 2027 I like the idea of replaceable ba- user replaceable batteries for devices sorry I've, I've read that wrong I like the idea of replaceable batteries for devices. It would be nice if the US was more pro-consumer and thought about the ramifications of e-waste. Um, then uh, they then go on to say, what are you guys going to do with your decks after they're replaced by newer models or other devices? And then how long do you want to continue using your deck? So that's a, that's a three-stage question there. So 
Uh, first of all, Steve, what do you think about um, the requiring user replaceable batteries? So it says it says here devices like the Steam Deck, but also the Switch will be included. Uh, the RGL would obviously be phones, included, just, just devices like that. Phones, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think it's great um, for phones. I think it's going to pose a real issue for for people who have um, become accustomed to waterproof and dustproof phones, and that's why yeah. we have it, and we have the the gaskets and the the like adhesive and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um but for devices like the steam deck and you know for the switch and for anything um it a hundred percent makes sense and i'm very very happy to see it i think what user replaceable means needs to be uh clarified i don't necessarily know what that I means agree. uh so can i quickly i i I know this, what it sounds like is like the, you, t- you take the back off your old Samsung, you whack it and the battery comes out, you put a new battery in. But actually, I do think it's probably more like you can get someone to replace it for you. Because I remember the, the Wii U had a, a, you could buy an ex- a bigger battery for, if the Wii U or the 3DS actually, one of the two, there was a, there was a, one of those things you could buy a bigger battery and then put it in yourself, but it still required you to unscrew it take a little bit of foil off, put it in, blah, blah, blah. So it wasn't um, it wasn't as easy as clip off the back, put a new battery and close it up. But it also wasn't, I've got a, always had adhesive, I've got to um, possibly break this thing, I've got to heat, heat, um, heat the back and then lift off the screen. It was screws and in it goes. Um, so I think it's hope, more likely going to be that because then they don't have to worry about having the clips and stuff. You can still have waterproofing like my watch i've taken off for example this is a waterproof watch but if i took it to a watch shop they'd pop the back off and put a new uh, yeah which i think is fine because that is user replaceable i think the problem is at the moment some of these devices and i think the steam deck is an easy sort of easy one right it's it's pull it off and you unplug it and you kind of you take it out the 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 steam deck's one of the easier devices to replace the battery in stuff like an iphone you got yeah. you got to you got to carefully open it. You got to have special tools. You've got to then put a gasket back on and and get the adhesive in the right place. And it's a whole thing. It's a mess. Whereas something that's user replaceable, I think you're right. I think what it means is you can unscrew it and you can replace the battery. And the Steam Deck's battery is seemingly user replaceable. They've been pretty um, open about the fact that they, they people shouldn't open the, the Steam Deck for any old reason, but you can go to iFixit and you can buy replacement parts and batteries is one of them, and yep. it's very easy to pull it out. Uh, I think I think the adhesive is another thing, right? Because they, st- they are glued down because you do not want a lithium-ion battery with no casing just rattling around in there because it will explode. Um, I, I, uh, I, I wonder what ramifications it, it does have. Uh, I, I like the fact that potentially we'll be able to just buy batteries from, say, Nintendo or from Valve directly and be like, I want to buy a new battery and I just go add it to my car and it's given my Steam Deck a new lease of life. That being said... Yeah, like it gets to the end, yeah. To, to talk about Team Linux 01's other questions, um, I'm going to probably give my Steam Deck to my partner or use it for, for other things. Um, and I plan on using it for like a couple, a couple more years, like at least this year and next year. 
and then I probably will look to upgrade to whatever is next. Yeah, I'll probably end up giving my Steam Deck to maybe not my partner because she already has a Switch that she doesn't really use. But uh, I do know that um, you know I've got friends who are like, oh, I'd be interested in a Steam Deck, but I don't want to you know pay full price for it or whatever. Or yeah, um, or I keep it. Someone that's going to want it. I mean, there's so many things you can do with it. You could keep it as like a, an emulation device. You could keep it as mm-hmm. a Steam Link. You could. You can pop things on it and use it as like a media center and store Plex on there. It's mm-hmm. a PC at the end of the day. You can do tons of stuff with it. And I think once I've got something new, I'll be more willing to like modify this and do things like um, yeah, overclocking it and undervolting it and doing all of that stuff that's potentially a little bit dangerous. I probably would keep using mine until they released a, a, a new Steam Deck that is enough of an upgrade for me if they did another if they did the next steam deck and they were like oh it's a bit oled you know by that point for me the switch was five years old something like that and my joy cons were rattling and you know i was like okay maybe i'll maybe i'll get a new one that's fine whereas the steam deck i think there'd have to be a significant upgrade a, a light version or a smaller version something like that that would make me want to upgrade to it to then upgrade to that i don't think there's any I, i'd use this for as long as i possibly could if i could and you know it's one of those things that you can change the battery so if it does get to the point where the battery is a big sticking point for me i can just get get the new one so um so yeah i think i think i would um i would stick with that for as long as i possibly could yeah i like sticking i I like sticking with things you know like i like sticking Mm -hmm. with um with my phones for as long as possible and and keeping them but i also then I don't. I, I don't think I've ever thrown an electronic, a piece of electronics out. I just keep them around. Like I think I've still got like a Nokia in the drawer from twenty years ago. I'd love to see your man drawer. <laughs> I'm not flirting with him. I just. I would love to. I'd love to pull open the drawer. It's the, a lot of it's in this cupboard behind me. It's it? just like bags and banks of cables and all sorts of crap in there. I'll. I'll pay you a visit, and what I'll do is I'll. Um, what was that woman who went uh, viral? Who was like just big on. During the pandemic, you would tidy up your life, and she would go to people's houses, and she oh. would inspire joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name, but yeah, I'm going to come around and do that to your cupboard. I thought my in my mind because I I conflated two people. I conflated yeah. Kim Joy from Bake Off with this woman who inspires joy by like <laughs> breaking stuff, but they're totally different people. But yeah, I know who yeah, you're on Kim about. Joy was, Kim Joy inspired me in 2019. I think that was the year that was. But she, I, I definitely felt inspired by Kim Joy. Is it someone Kondo? Ma- uh, Mary Kondo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Good teamwork. Oh, we right got there. it. We got it. I'm going to come and marry Kondo the shit out of your house. <laughs> just, just that one cupboard, actually. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I think that's all with the time we have right now, uh, as as far as questions. A couple of questions uh, that we can get to uh, next week. Uh, maybe another question that we can save for the week after, uh, which, as we have spoke about many times already, is the big one year anniversary of the Steam Deck podcast um, like I said guys get in touch with uh, your names with the question block and also get in touch with um, games that you've played on the Steam Deck that weren't as verified as you think they should be um, Steve where can they where can they find this one, one more time head over to flipscreen.games everywhere's there and if you don't come watch us on YouTube come watch us on YouTube we, we put the video up every, every single week I wonder how many of you do not know what we look like think mm. in your mind 
what we look like and then ruin it by coming to look at us on YouTube <laughs> and realising that we're not as attractive as you thought. Yeah. Steve's, uh, Steve's blonde eyes. Blonde eyes? Blonde hair and blue eyes yeah. are blonde eyes shining and blue at hair. me right now. Yeah. Blonde eyes. And blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, right. Uh, well, <laughs> on that on that bombshell, uh, thanks for watching, guys, all listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye, Jeremy. <laughs>